Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's Daily Podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, this is Rahul Reddy. Today is... May 12th, the time is about 11.30 a.m. Radio Union PC has been conducting Zoom conference, uh, conference call from past 10 years. If you have any questions, please raise your hand. If you are a newcomer, please put your camera on. Let our team know that you're a newcomer. Suresh? Suresh? Yes. Good, Suresh. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Yeah, uh, hi, Rahul. Uh, Mine and my uh, wife's stamped visa is expired on December of 2019. Mm-hmm. And in April of 2022, uh, H1B, mm-hmm. H4, and H4 EAD filed for extension. Mm-hmm. And uh, H1B is approved till July of mm-hmm. 2025. And H4 mm-hmm. and H4 EAD are currently pending. Mm-hmm. And uh, the existing H4 and H4 EAD and I-94 are valid till July of 2022. Mm-hmm. So in this case, can I mm-hmm. and my wife travel to Mexico, stay there for a mm-hmm. night and come mm-hmm. back mm-hmm. doing this, uh, mine and my wife, I-94, get extended till July of 2025? 100% of the time, yours will. 95% of the time, your wife's will. Okay. There is 5% of the time, they may only give until July 2022. Okay, okay. So it's only luck then? I didn't say luck. 95% is not luck. Okay. One in a million is luck. Okay, uh, yeah. Uh, next question. I'm from Florida. Which city in Mexico you suggest traveling? Eeny, meeny, miny. Pick one. Next person, okay. please. Thank you. Thank you, Robert. I'm a vacation advisor, guys. Next person, please. Mike? Oh, hi. Uh, thank you for the opportunity, um, uh, Mr. Raul. Uh, today, we just came to know that the uh, uh, the visa bulletin date, right, uh, for mm-hmm. the month of June has been current. My my, mm-hmm. my date is uh, June, July 1st, 2014. I mm-hmm. am used EB3 EAD and currently working. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. what are our options? Like, A, first file the medical, and is it going to be interfile or... I so can you use the, you, uh, are you still are you still working with the same company that has I one forty approval? Yes, of both EB two and EB three. Yes. What do you mean you use the EAD? Can you be specific on that? So EB three we downgraded in twenty twenty, right? From EB two to EB three. I know you said you use EAD. How yes. did you use it? Uh, in my current job, like I gave it to my employer. No, uh, I used to work for H1B first, so, but now so I, your H1, your H expired. H1B, uh, I think it's expiring in 2023. It 
I don't know whether the employer has terminated or not. That I'm not sure. Okay, if it's not terminated, if it's not terminated, you're still on H1B. Just because you gave it to your employer doesn't mean anything. So now the question that comes to me is, okay, what do you want to do now? So according to me, you're still on H1B right now. I mean, we updated I-9 with EAD information. That's still on H1B, still on H1B. Okay. What's your question? So the question is, what are the next steps for us? Just to file a medical and do interfile or can we do a complete fresh refile? You can do both of those things. Any of those things. Both of any, those things. Any suggestion from your end? Which one would be? I want you to watch the video, which my team is going to give it to you. And based on that, you make a judgment call. Okay. Okay. I mean, I hope it goes to NBC, if either of them. I, I don't know. It's so confusing. Oh, right now. Yeah. I want you to watch the video. It has all the things, please. Okay. If anybody has any questions, whether you should do interfile or refile, we have put a 10-minute video, guys, that will answer it. So please don't ask the question because we have put a 10-minute video. It will be given to you in the, in, the, in the group, guys. Next question, please. Raja? Yeah, thank you, Rafal, uh, for the opportunity. Uh, my priority date is uh, 2014 October. Um, we actually downgraded my petition in 2020 uh, on EB3. Mm -hmm. So I got my EBD AP. Right now, um, in EB2 category, I'm hoping my date will be current in the next month or two. Um, mm -hmm. The thing is, uh, my company went into an acquisition last December. And as mm -hmm. part of the acquisition, they did some uh, internal restructuring of the team. So they moved mm -hmm. all the employees from my current company to the parent company. So they did my mm -hmm. HR transfer and everything. But the okay. IBB to 140, they did not do the uh, amendment. So recently, like mm -hmm. three weeks ago, they did the amendment under success and interest category. Uh, but okay. my attorney says uh, there is no premium processing. Um, my questions are, um, is there any there possibility is premium that... There is premium processing. There is? Okay, good. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. So I can... We don't recommend to file it when you file the application, but we recommend to convert it afterwards. Okay, good. Okay. My second question, just in case if my premium processing got rejected, um, can I go back to my previous employer? Um, they they have my EB2. They they did not cancel it because I, I worked for them for more than one year. I'm after pretty sure right now, I'm pretty sure right now the premium processing will be accepted though. Previously, we used to get a lot of premium processing rejections, but we are not getting those many rejections right now. In fact, all of them are getting uh, uh, adjudicated right now. Okay. Uh, Rahul, actually, if I want to go back to my previous employer, um, can they file for it if, I, if, they, Just, if they want? Without even joining them. Because yeah, they um, mine is... They can. Uh, my, they can. My filing, my filing Once, date is current. You, yeah. can, you can. They can. Even without joining, if, can they file EB2485 for you? Yes, they can. Okay. And so my last question. In that case, if my 140 got approved in my current employer, can I also refile a new 485? In that case, I have three 485, EB3, downgrade one, old employer one, and I wanted to explore all the opportunities here. So that's the only thing. You can, you can. Okay, thank you. Next person, please. Sri. Hello. Hello, mm -hmm. can you hear me? Yes. Yes, Rahul, uh, I've seen your video for refile interfile July 2014, downgraded EB3, mm -hmm. everything straightforward, never use the EAD. Question is, mm -hmm. uh, if I uh, refile, 
will it for sure go uh, to NBC? I mean, majority yes, of the case. No, uh, 95, 98, 99. I don't know about the 1% though. 99% yeah, of the time it will go to National Benefits. Okay. And do they reuse the fingerprints if I do the refile? 90% of the time. 90% of the time. Should I take out the second application that I do, filed in October 2020? I do, I do not recommend. I do not recommend that. Okay. And uh, going by the trend, uh, still refile is a better, I mean, faster, faster. Next person, next person, okay, please. Sorry. Thank you. Prasanna? Good morning, Rahul. I've, uh, al uh, I've already answered that question to you in the interfile and refile. So, I, so please don't ask the same question. Hey, Prasanna, you're the marathon guys, right? Yes, sir. <laughs> thank okay. you for remembering oh. me. Fellow yeah. marathon guys, go ahead. Yeah, thank you. Uh, Rahul, um, I downloaded my EB2 to EB3 in October 2020, got EAD in December 2021, and um, uh, my downloaded I-140 approved on December 22nd, 2021. And uh, currently, I'm planned to move to EAD uh, because I got a new mm -hmm. offer from a different employer. Where and what is your I priority have... date? Okay, um, July 22nd, 2013. Did you interfile? No, I have not done that. Why not? I'm sorry. Why not? Why have you not done the interfiling? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm coming. I'm coming there. I'm coming there. So, uh, I mean, I had a change, um, uh, you know, plans of moving out of this company and then uh, go to a new one because of the internal politics stuff like that at the current employment and uh, okay. stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so, I'm planning to move to EAD. Uh, and I just, uh, I mean, uh, by gathering all the information uh, that I have to file Form 9 and 485J only to be signed by the employer, right? Is there anything else mm -hmm. that should be done for that part? Other than filing the uh, uh, 485J? Right, the new on company? Form 9. Yeah, with the new company, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's it. Nothing okay. else. Okay. Is, nothing is there else. a time? Other than 485J, nothing else. Okay. Uh, and uh, is there any timeline that uh, where we send these forms to USCIS or is that flexible to send any time? You can send it any time. It's no hurry that you have to file it before you join the company. Okay. And uh, because I downgraded my I-140 and it got approved on December 22nd, um, 2021, is this 180 days, uh, uh, you know, rule apply uh, before I move out of this current no. employer? No, okay. 180 days is from the time you file the application, not the I-140 approval. Okay. And uh, in the EAD status, is there a grace period if in case of job loss in between during the EAD period? There are many creative ways to avoid it. If that happens, you contact me privately, okay? Absolutely. Okay. And uh, um, so... Um, last question. Last question, person. There are other people. Yeah, yeah definitely. I'll, I'll respect that. Sure. So... I mean, this could be a common question because I, I'm, I mean, uh, you Ask asked the me question, also. Please. Yeah. So about the uh, uh, being in the, uh, you know, uh, dates is going to be retrogressed later in point of time or not because I'm at a stage because my dates are current. Uh, should I continue my current employer and get the, uh, you know, interfile and get the things done in next few months or? I would recommend, I... I would recommend to interfile right now. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Next person, please. Thank you. Afsa? 
Hi, hi, Rahul. Uh, my question is uh, um, like my priority date is September uh, 2013. I filed a downgrade in October 2020 and I received my AD cards recently. So um, now I'm eligible for uh, refiling. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm eligible for um, interfiling. So I'm currently working with my uh, same employer. I'm planning to start a business. So I wanted to use the EAD. So is this the right time to use the EAD? And uh, can I do interfile? Are you married? Are you married? Yes. Um, and uh, what kind of business you're thinking about? In restaurant business. Have it, have it in your wife's name though. Okay. She's on H1B. She didn't get the EAD. Yet. Only I got the EAD. Yeah, yeah, you can have a side business restaurant. There's nothing wrong with it. But can I use my EAD and can stay on H1 parallelly or like? Yeah, yeah. You can use the EAD. No, you're, you're not parallelly staying on H1B though. Once mm. you use the EAD, you're an EAD. Okay, but can I do interfile when I was on EAD? Absolutely, you can. Okay. Did you, did you not interfile by this time? No, not at today only. But it okay. is September 2013. Okay, you should interfile right now. Yeah, interfile takes at least one, two months. Uh, my attorney is very slow. But uh, meantime, can I use my EAD and do go for interfiling? I don't. Is there yeah, a... after, EAD, after EAD, you can do interfiling. Okay, for interfiling, uh, we don't need to stay on his funny, right? No, sir. Next person, please. Ram Swaroop. Hello, Rahul. Uh, thanks for the opportunity. Um, uh, my uh, H1 got renewed for uh, three years and uh, my wife's EAD is expiring in July. Uh, so we were trying different ways to uh, have that auto extension uh, to take that advantage. When but, is the H4 expiring? Uh, July 26. Can you, uh, Gayatri, can you put the video for him there, please, in the in the chat? Okay, go ahead. There's so, a way to uh, go to Mexico and get that. You know that's ways, right? Uh, no, actually. Watch this video, please, that I'm sending sure. you. So do okay. we have to go to stamping or uh, just a visit? Is no, sir. Just visiting. Rest of the things will be answered there, okay? Okay. No Thank stamping you. required. Stamping required. Next person, please. Got it. Thank you. Fiber. Hi, uh, thank you, Rahul, for this opportunity. So, like many others, I downgraded my application back in October 2020 from EB2 to EB3. My I-140 is approved, and after 180 days, I changed my job using the EAD. So, and the new employer also filed my 485J for which I have to receive notice. Now, uh, in, since EB2 is progressing fast, I want my old employer is willing. So if they now file 485J to upgrade me back to EB2, oh, how will the 180 days will affect Mr. Rahul, even I too have disturbance. Me, since I've already um, changed my job. I'm sorry, I, I'm getting a lot of disturbance from your thing though. We will try to give a chance to you again. I'm sorry about that. We're getting, I'm getting disturbance. Gayatri is also getting disturbance. Next person, please. Deepika. Thank you, Rahul, for the opportunity. Uh, I'm going to be very quick. Uh, my uh, employer had filed uh, my I-140 downgrade back in October 2020. And uh, it was date? done as uh, priority date of June 2012. 
Um, I don't remember the exact date. Um, That's fine. But yeah. And um, uh, it's certainly current right now under EB2. It was under EB2. I did a downgrade of uh, EB3. And back then, the attorney recommended um, for it to be an amendment, and it was filed as an amendment. Um, and it is not approved. The I-140 is not uh, approved. And now with the uh, interfile situation, so when I reached out to the attorney, uh, they basically sent in a withdrawal request as well as uh, uh, sent in the I-485J um, interfile request. And, what withdrawal uh, yes, request they sent? What withdrawal for the request I-140 downgrade, the EV3 downgrade. Oh, come on. They didn't do that. Well, they did it together, like the interfile and the withdrawal request. Um, and uh, I received the I-485J receipt uh, notice just yesterday, and I wasn't sure, you know, I mean, I've been watching your videos where I figured that we should do a refile everything of I-485J. He's, everything he's doing is completely wrong. He should not have filed an amendment. He should not have withdrawn the I-140. The I-485J will be denied right now. Okay. And here is my problem, though, where you're in a, in a situation where can you just file a fresh? Are you maintaining the non-immigrant visa? Yes, I do have my uh, H1, which is valid till 2023. Yeah. And there is a danger for you to refile the 484. There is another danger when you do the refile, though. Because when, when he's pulling down the I-140, though, this is what the USCIS does. They approve the I-140, and then they withdraw the I-140. Okay. 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 That could, that's one danger that you have. The second danger that you have is that if you are withdrawing the I-140, what basis do you have for the 485 application from October of 2020 to right now that he filed the interfile? So would it also mean that I will it's, lose my priority date? Which language do you speak? Which language Telugu? do you speak? That's how your lawyer is. Everything is wrong. Um, okay. I don't know if you should wait until I-140 withdrawal confirmation comes in and refile the 485 or I don't know if you should file an I-140 under EB2 and refile the entire 485 because in that way you may be safer though. You see my point? Please. So you'd recommend that I file a new I-140 under EB-2? And file 485. And, okay. Uh, but, I mean, I did receive this receipt um, on the I-485. The 485J receipt notice doesn't mean anything. Doesn't mean, okay. Doesn't mean anything. We, we, you did not even get an acknowledgement of the I-140 withdrawal. If, if you get an I-140 withdrawal before the I-140 is approved, you could file a 485 with the I-140. But what happens if they approve the I-140 and then withdraw it? The second one, because if you approve the I-140, your 485J is out. Yeah. The other thing is that if they did withdraw it before the I-140 is approved, your entire 485 is out. Now forget about 485J, your entire 485 is out. So everything I said about Pancha Pandaul is exactly what lawyer has done. You, you should have a consultation. Okay. Next person, please. All right. Next question, Hi, Rahul. This is Avnish. Thanks for taking my question. Um, yes. My priority date is September 23rd, 2013. 
and I downgraded mm -hmm. from EB2 to EB3. Uh, I am eligible to interfile now with the latest visa bulletin. My question is, mm -hmm. do I need to wait for start of next month to interfile or can I do that now? Oh, no, you can do You can, you can do interfile right now. You can do interfile right now. Okay. In this great. month, in this month, May. Okay. There's no rule that says that it has to be final action data has to be current. You can interfile right now. We recommend it to be current, but you can mm -hmm. do this month. I, if I were you, I would do it this month. Okay. Would you have done it even last month? Just curious. I, if I, I would bad advice. I would not okay. have. I would not have. I would not have. Understood. Next person. Thank you. And and one one final question. Are you seeing any approvals for interfiles that have gone in in the past? One. One. Okay. I'll see your video. Thank you. Appreciate your time. Okay. We, I think so. There is a second one too, but I don't exactly recall. But we do publish it on the on the on the on the on our uh, immigration girl blog dot com. Immigration girl dot com. Next person, please. Vishnu. Hi Rahul. Thanks for the opportunity. Um, I'll be quick. Um, my one forty was amended and approved back in twenty twenty. Um, so I have an approved one forty in EB three right now, which was amended. Um, and my priority date is current as of today. So should I be refiling or um, yeah. do an interfile? First of all, yeah, it's up to you whether you want to refile or interfile, but you need to file the I-140 again under EB-2. Okay, that's compulsory. That's compulsory. Because they have issued a notification that if you file an amendment, your old I-140 does not exist anymore. Okay. We had and a then, doubt from the beginning. We had a doubt from mm -hmm. the beginning, but they clarified it recently. It doesn't exist anymore. So would you recommend sending the entire packet together or if I'm interfiling or refiling or should I get the 140 um, approved and premium processing um, first and then send? First of all, I don't know whether the USCIS has issued whether they're going to accept the filing dates or final action dates. What is your practice? Oh, you're, you're current and final action dates. Though, I'm right? current, yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm filing an I-140 and waiting for a receipt notice to file a 485. If by any chance though, by June 25th, if I don't receive the I-140 receipt notice, I'm going to refile I-140 and 485. Uh, sorry, can you repeat the last one again, please? I will file an I-140 for you right now. Uh -huh. And then based on the receipt notice, I'm going to file the 485. Okay. Okay. And In if you don't way, receive it by June 25th, you were saying something? 5th, I will file I-140 and 485 together. Okay. 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 And it doesn't matter if I interfile or refile it. Either way, you need to file I-140. Either way, you okay. need to file I-140. Next person. Okay. Thanks. Abhishek? Hi. Um, thank you, Rahul. Um, uh, one second, Abhishek. One thing with the interfiling is that I will never interfile unless the I-140 is approved. I will never do that. So you can always convert into premium processing prime many times and then file the interfile. I'm, I'm sorry, Abhishek, go ahead. Sure. Um, with my current employer, I applied for I-485 in October 2020 and I downgraded to EB3. And myself What's and the my priority spouse, date? Uh, December 2014. Mm -hmm. And uh, myself and my wife, uh, both of us got our EAD and AP. Um, question is, can my wife travel to India and re-enter on advanced parole? Uh, we would like to continue to maintain the H1 and H4 status. 
So the question yes, is, you can, can we you, you will, you will, even though she entered back in advanced parole, she would be in a non-immigrant H1 and H4 status. Okay. Now, can I change my employer to employer two after she comes back? And will that be of any concern if we enter YIAP? I don't see any problem in her changing to a changing to a. I don't. We don't see any problem in her changing you changing the company. But what about <laughs> the provision of EB two though interfiling EB two though? Um, my date final action date is uh, not current yet, and my However, attorney. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, I normally do not recommend filing unless the final action date become current. But if you are contemplating on moving out of the company, though, I would recommend it to do interfiling. If you think EB2 is going to move forward. Okay. Because don't come and tell me that I told you that EB2 is going to move forward later on. Okay. No, I wouldn't. Okay, because no. that I, I have gone wrong. If you think EB2 is going to move forward, okay, I would do the interfiling right now before I change the company. Okay, so what are my options? Because my current attorney uh, is not willing to interfile unless the final not action will, Not willing to is different. Recommending is different. Though. I am okay. not, I do not recommend to. If a client comes to me and they say, I want to file it, hey, just wait until the final action date become current. But if the guy says, no, I want to do it, I'll give me the money. I'll take it. Uh, okay. So it's check with him though. Next person. I don't recommend either. Uh, uh, but one, in your one circumstances, last I do. Yeah. Sure. One last question, Rahul. Um, if I change to, so can, will there still be an interfile option for me if I go to employer too? So the plan is once my wife comes no. back on, no, no I cannot. There is no, okay. When you say interfile, there is a word interfile is used for me. Interfiling to EB2 is not allowed. No, oh, interfiling to EB2 is not allowed. Okay. Next person. So I'll ask you to speak on to EB3. Thank you. Yeah. Ashmi. Hi. Uh, good morning, Rahul. Uh, thank you for the opportunity. So I am on F1 currently in the US. My H1B got picked uh, this year. I have submitted all my documents to my um, employer and attorney. So basically, they are telling me that uh, I have used more than one year of CPT and partial OPT. So they are telling me that. I got cut off. I got cut off. I can't hear. Gatri, can you hear me? Hear no. Me? No, Rahul. Can you, can you hear me now? Yes. Now, yes. So uh, briefly, uh, my, I have some. So, so, uh, so, so, so the, the, they're telling that the CPT is more than one year and OPT yes, they've used it. So, so what's, what is their action plan? So, so basically, they are suggesting uh, they are suggesting that I should take counselor processing. Since my uh, F one visa has expired, is there any way we could uh, apply for change of status here, or are you taking any new cases? I would still go for the I would still go for the change of status for you. In two thousand eighteen yeah. and nineteen, uh, we have seen a lot of change of status getting denied under your circumstances though. However, in 2021 yes. and 20 though, we did see a little bit difference. We, we saw the change of status getting. I would file a change of status. If there is an RFP, I will automatically change it to consular processing. Uh, sure, sir. So basically in 2019, I reinstated. Uh, I went to Mexico and came back. So they did not tell me that uh, I have uh, 
been out of status or I have been violated any F1 rules. No, that's different. But if you're maintaining the F1 uh, CPT, though, there is always a chance that that's, that's considered as a violation of status. But I will take the chance. I will file a change of status if I were your lawyer. And I will, if by any chance there is an RFE, then I'll convert it to consular processing. Sure. I will uh, contact you for private uh, consultation. Thank you, Rahul. You don't need to. You don't need to. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. Next person, please. Okay. Thanks a lot. If you want to hire us to file the H-1B, which need to be your company, but yeah. there's nothing else, I will tell you if you pay me the money too. Falguni, go ahead. Sure. Yeah. Hello, Rahul. Yes, ma'am. Hello. Yes, ma'am. Uh, yeah. Uh, when I came, uh, yeah, just last month when I came over here, I have been issued I-193. I'm a permanent visa holder, but due to COVID, I couldn't come for last two years. So this time when I came over here, I was issued I-193. So I just wanted to ask you, like, uh, uh, my husband I'm is in just India. Google, so I just wanted to I'm ask just you if I go back into India. I'm just Googling, uh, I'm just Googling what I-193 is. Okay. Is that a returning resident you're speaking about? Yeah. They had asked me to pay some charges. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm a permanent visa holder. Yeah. Uh, you're a green card holder. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, right. Yeah. So I was issued I-193 and told to pay some charges over there in the airport itself. So we did that because they told me to either to surrender the green card or you pay this uh, issue I-193. Let me, first of, first of all, first of all, how long you've been absent from United States before you came back into the United States? Two years. Due to COVID, I couldn't come over here. Don't, ma'am, everybody knows COVID, okay? Don't tell me okay. COVID, okay? So two years, yeah. And if two you find anybody who doesn't, of my age, who doesn't know about COVID, please let them put in the museum or mental hospital. So, okay. okay. <laughs> when did you, when did you left the country? 2019. 2019, which month? June, June. June 2000. And when did you come back? Uh, just last month, uh, April uh, 22nd, 2022. So that's actually two and a half years, more than two and a half Correct. years. Yeah, yeah, right. Okay. So how did you come? That's what you when come? I came. Yeah, I came. I don't know how the tickets and all were issued to us. We booked the tickets. Well, they don't look into, they only look into the green card. Who advised you to come into the United States? I don't know how did they allow me, but they did allow me, but I have to, I have to pay some charges at the airport itself, which we did it at that time itself. when I came over here and okay. uh, they told me that uh, either you surrender the green card or you pay these charges. So we say, why to surrender? I better pay the charges like. So we paid those charges. So I just wanted to ask you like uh, uh, next time, if I surrender the green card due to my personal problems, like will I be able to reapply again for the green card? Since my daughter is citizen over here, she will be a citizen, my elder daughter. Uh, you need to have a private consent. So there, you are able to retain, re retain the green card right now? They didn't put you in deportation proceedings? Yeah. Yet? No, no, no. I have the green card with me right now. But you entered into United States right now without a visa into United States. They did not allow you to come on the green card. 
they 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 uh, they issued i193 form i see that i see that so that means that yeah. you did not entered uh you did not entered um mm-hmm. one second ma'am okay yeah no problem um you did not enter in the green card you cannot come back on the green card again ma'am okay, okay. your green card is automatically okay. cancelled but your green card is cancelled you'll have to go when oh. you go to india you'll have to surrender the green card and your daughter can apply for the green card again for you and your stay you cannot stay in this country for long period of time okay okay so yeah so if my daughter applies for me approximately again it will be around 2 years right how many months like or years yeah yeah it's going to take about 2 years ma'am so there won't be any issue for you applying right yeah but you can consider if you are not going to stay here though give up the green card and just get a visiting visa i <laughs> suppose if we plan in future me and my husband yeah, yeah you can always you can always plan in future at that point of time uh, but i want you to give up the green card and then you can consider visiting visa that will be better in your interest though okay, okay and you should okay. not try to come back though luckily they allow you with this particular i193 which is this is the first time i'm seeing that they didn't put okay. you in deportation send you back in the next flight though okay yeah yeah next person please thank you so much binod yeah so my one of my questions is already answered but i will be quick so uh, my uh, for it before you go vinod anybody has any questions guys i have some extra time today please post them in the chat group i will try to answer as much as if there are like three line four line questions and i can answer in one line i can do so sorry to interrupt you sir go ahead Sure. So my 485 uh, and 485 EAD and advance payroll was filed in February. At the same time, my H1B renewal was also filed in February. Uh, February of so, 2022. Yeah, this year. This year. Okay. So my H1 is approved, but my wife's H4 is not approved, and we didn't apply it for H4 EAD. Um, so when is the, when is the H4 current H4 expiring? That's in July. Um, July 2022. And- Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.